Hey guys, welcome back to Moon Iridescent. If you're new here, hi, welcome. I'm Kimmy, and this is a lifestyle podcast where we can just reflect, discover, and be our most authentic selves. How are you guys doing? I hope everyone is doing super well. I feel like this month has been super, super slow, but here we are finally at the end of the month again. For all of my curious souls out there, this episode is going to be a little bit different from our usual agenda slash live talks. For this episode, I've invited a special guest and a good friend of mine, Alex Hardy, to talk about the world of K-pop. K-pop has recently blown up globally. However, it's always been a genre of music since like the early 90s. We're going to be talking about our favorite groups, our favorite songs, and how K-pop music and K-pop industry has evolved. As we are going through the episode, I'm also going to try to add in like small snippets of songs that we reference just so you guys kind of get a sense of what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, just thought it would be kind of fun, you know? Please keep in mind that these are just our own opinions and it's meant to be a fun conversation. So please, no fan wars. To set the mood, I wanted to share a quote. It goes, music can change the world because it can change people. I picked out this quote because I think that music really is a universal language. I don't think you need to understand the language itself or to know the words to just enjoy a good beat or a good melody. As you take a moment to think about this quote, we're going to transition right into the episode. Let's get started. Hi, Kimmy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. Um, oh my, like what? Oh my gosh. Like your zodiac sign, you know, your placement, what you currently do, and what your goals (laughs) and future aspirations are like. Uh, Okay. Zodiac sign. My son is on the cusp of Leo and Virgo. And my moon is a Taurus, and my rising is a Pisces. So oh, really? emotional as fuck. Oh, my God. I've never asked for your three signs, so I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. That's why, like, if I watch anything and there's anything emotional, I'll start to tear up. Dang. Okay, okay. And then there's me, all air. That means there's no emotions whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> We're very opposite in that. I know, I know, I know so interesting and like what do you what do you currently do what are you doing right now um well because of the panda express that we're in not very much i mean i've I've been working at the same place for the last year and a half and it's just been on and off work but um yeah mostly just like chilling at home playing some video games listening to k-pop i go to work and then what do you what do you want to do in the future future goals aspirations well, I mean, I graduated last year, so one of those goals is to become a teacher, but we'll see if that happens because I also want to do aquatics still, so. Why not both? Because I can't have two full-time jobs, Kimmy. Yes, you can. No one's stopping you. I'm stopping you. That's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you looking to go back to school for your teaching credentials then? Yeah, because I want to teach in public schools because that's 
the schools I went to growing up and I don't really like the vibe of private schools and like all the rich kids. It's mainly parents. Like the kids are usually fine. I see. Oh, I, th- that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Then what grade do you want to teach? Probably either middle school or high school. Ooh. Right now, kind of leaning towards middle school because the kids that I teach on the swim team that I coach are around that age. And they're, they've been my favorite group, so. Nice. And then what subject? History, because that's what my minor was in. Wow, you're going to be like a cool, hip history teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, to give everyone a little background on our friendship, we met a very, very long time ago. Yeah. I was 14. Wait, we met even before that on MTW. So like... 10? Yeah, basically. Oh my god. Well, I never, okay, so I've never spoken to Alex when I was, well, you were 10, I think, around that time, and I was like 8 or 9, because I'm younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I spoke to you once, because of, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay. We remember, but we don't, that's fine. Um, later in high school. We yeah, is when we actually started to hang out, and yeah, so we were both lifeguards and we went through like a lot of ups and downs through that. I, Not between I rem- each other. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> to, to clarify. Not between us. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, Alex and I have never had any beef, knock on wood, but um, I just think the environment we were in were very chaotic. Yes. You know, it's funny because like every summer we would talk about like doing a TV show on this right where we had (laughs) lifeguard seasons like season Uh, one is when Alex and I started out and like all of the older people were there so we had a lot of great mentors teaching us the ropes and everything and then season two is when all of our friends actually joined as lifeguards and that's when a lot of drama started to happen then season three we got a new manager and you know it was just great yeah there's just crazy stuff happening every single summer Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and it, like honestly it would have made a great tv show i think so too i think we were both obsessed with like total drama island and you actually <laughs> created like characters for them i remember I this you showed me yeah i still have them somewhere but I drew oh everybody. one day one day maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe there'll be like a whole teen series on lifeguarding or whatever lifeguard drama i'm there sure there's something one. there oh, is really? a, it's like on netflix and it was horrible Oh, they, what was it? <laughs> it was kind of like a Disney show, but Netflix, I think, produced it. So it was really kind of lame. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when they have like laugh tracks or like they add sound effects to it, like you're supposed to laugh at this part. Oh. That's what it was. And I was like, well, this is disappointing. <laughs> I think ours would have been better. <laughs> I think so, too. Okay, so moving on into the main topic for this episode um i just wanted to kind of talk about um something that we're both really interested in and you know this is something that alex actually got me into but we're both really big fans of k-pop and we just kind of wanted to share that with you guys um but yeah why do you like k-pop like what made you get into it in the first place uh well i would always listened to a lot of pop music before i got into k-pop and like my favorite era of just regular pop music is probably like 
the tens, like early tens. That's like what I grew up with. And then I started to not like American pop very much. So I started to listen to more K-pop. And like where we live is also a big reason you get into it because you have a lot of people around you who like K-pop. And so it was it was a lot of my friends that like first introduced it to me and um, that made me get more into it. What are your thoughts on how K-pop has evolved? Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm, I know. I mean, I've uh, well, I've been into it for like like 2014. So from there, that's like six or seven years. What era was that? What groups were popular then? Um, I guess. Well, I feel like 2014 was when I started and I didn't know that much. But 2015 was like when I really got into it. And that's when like big groups debuted like Twice and G-Friend, Monster X. I mean, EXO was really big at that time. BTS was... 2015 was the year BTS got really big. Yeah, they blew up, for sure. Yeah. So around there is like when I started. I actually had a phase before um, you pulled me back into it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had a K-pop phase like in middle school. So that's like 2011, 2012. 2010 oh my god yeah i know i know (laughs) so the big groups at that time was 21 big bang Um, most generation yeah 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 oh my god yeah and i would remember i was obsessed with big bang i would replay um haru haru over and over again on on the freaking computer and you know what song it was that like hooked me into k-pop it was wedding dress by taeyang oh see that's a classic i know that song oh my god i was so obsessed with that song i even tried to learn it on the piano like that was the song that pulled me into k-pop and so that was when i was exposed to it um and then from from that song, I went on to Shiny because they released Lucifer. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. And then after that, I kind of just like fell off. And it wasn't until like 2016, it was um, BTS that got me back into that world. Um, I think they released Save Me. And that was when I was just like, and then Blackpink made you stay. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Found them on Instagram by by accident. And I was there when they first debuted, when they first dropped the, the music video of Boombaya and Whistle. And I've just stayed ever since. And then I started to, you know, like branch out into other groups and get a feel for what everyone's colors are like in terms of musicality Mm -hmm. so i don't know i think it's very interesting to see how the industry has evolved but oh yeah oh yeah so i had a question um in case people did not know so what what is standing (laughs) everyone in this world always talks about like standing a group or like you're a bts stan you know what what is that what's standing i feel like that's when you like go hard for a group like you create your own Twitter account just for that group, just to talk about that group, 
try to buy all that merch. I mean, I see so many people get into fan wars because they stand a group over another group and like they want to fight. I mean, I'll still go on Twitter to see all the drama between the fans. Oh yeah, no, like, I love I love reading all that but, stuff. But I'm silent. I don't say anything. Oh, me too. I don't contribute. I think it's unhelpful. I just like to watch it like explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's something new, like every week, honestly. Keeps life's entertaining, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So what's the first K-pop song you've ever heard? Because I already, you know mine. Mine was Wedding Dress. Yeah. I don't know what the first one I ever heard was because I feel like it could have, it could have been a 21 song. It could have been O by SNSD. Because that was super big. Yeah. Um, But the first one that like really hooked me, I think, was I Got a Boy by SNSD. I remember playing that on repeat because I don't think I'd ever heard anything like it. And I think that's the thing about K-pop is it's very different from American pop mm-hmm. where they will always combine like singing and rapping and dancing. And then you hear a bunch of different types of voices and like American pop doesn't really have that. Yeah. I think it's also because competition out there is really tough. And so each group has to find like a certain style compared to American music. Like American music, it's basically on, on chill vibes. That's where it's at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think uh like I don't know, if it's a catchy tune, then you know, it picks up in the American industry. But for K pop, it's not just the music, you know, like mm-hmm. we know groups that have really good music, but they don't blow up. But going back to standing, what's the what's the first group you've ever stand? Well, should we just like go through the timeline? Uh, sure sure you can yeah you can walk me through that we have time okay the first group that i really like i like learned all their names i was super into their music was big bang because i mean it was like there's only five of them it's easy to remember them and fantastic baby was so good that i was like i need to go listen to everything they've ever produced um i had a girls generation phase too And then it was FX for a while. Then it was Twice for a long time. And Super Junior, like kind of at the same time. Which is, I got really late into Super Junior (laughs) because they're they're old now. (laughs) And then after that, um, EXID, that was like the big one. I remember that. Big, big one. And then now it's Luna and... the boys mm-hmm. i love them so much i think luna's concept was really unique because they released a song every month of a different girl or it was like a subunit of the different girls and i feel like because of that it's really easy to learn about them and the individual members And all their music styles were really different each time they released a solo. And it just got better and better each time. (laughs) And then they all debuted together. And I was like, yep, I'm all in. I'm here. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then what about the boys? It was was Road to Kingdom. I just still think about their performance of Reveal. The two things that they were on. And then it went up and like, I lost my mind. And I was like, yeah, I need to start like following these guys and then it just like 
that's that's what happened. That's <laughs> and now it's all I talk about. It runs through my brain all day. No, they're they're very talented. Um, every single one of them are. So, is your favorite your favorite song of all time from these groups, Luna and the Boys, or would you say that your favorite song is from a different one? The Boys is hard because I like a lot of their songs. No, but if you were to pick one. Ah. <laughs> Like if you were to pick one to play either at your wedding or funeral, what is it gonna be? I know my Luna one for sure. It's Butterfly. I love Butterfly. That's my favorite one. No other song out there compares. Aww. It's art. It's perfect. Wedding or funeral? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say funeral because it's like I'm dead, so I'll just fly like a butterfly. That's that? so sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the boys, I think it's no air. Mm, yeah, that's very popular. I mean, that's my most played according to Apple Music. So probably no air. Well, who's your favorite group, Kimmy? Um. My favorite, favorite group. Again, I, I also went through a lot of phases too. I feel like when I first started out, um, I loved Big Bang. Like that was, that was my favorite, favorite group. And then I went on to my shiny phase. And then, um, BTS, I had a big BTS phase. Like, they really got me back into K-pop. And then Blackpink, of course. Mm. I just really like their their style. Yeah, you like the hard-hitting girl crush style. Yeah, not so much like the cutesy style. Like, I think those songs are still good. It's just not my preference. And then I think... um. Honestly, after Blackpink, I had a pretty big dream catcher phase. And uh, in terms of boy groups, it's just been 80s. You were going to go to LA to see them. I know. And then COVID. I mean, COVID is terrible. It's, It's a very horrible thing, but... I had plans to go to LA. It was supposed to be just like a really chaotic trip because it was literally going to be one day. Like I literally drive all the way down to LA to go see them. And then I drive back up in the same day home. Like that's what, that's the plan. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Because I I also just wanted to do that just because I I wanted to say that I did that. Yeah. And you love ATs. It's for them. I know. I was so excited. I even have a flag. <laughs> I do. I do. You do have the AT flag. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, those are my favorite groups as of right now. And then like there are some groups that like pop in here and there. Like I was a big fan of Very Very during Road to Kingdom. Mm. Um, I love the boys too. We love Stray Kids too. We even went to their concert together. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. We listen to everything. Basically. Like, it doesn't matter who comes out with it. We'll still go listen. 
Yeah. Um, let's move on from kind of like the music hey, and the song. What's songs. your favorite song though? Oh, my favorite song? Yeah. Like of all time or for of my wedding or time. funeral? Oh. oh, well, we should do that too. <laughs> <laughs> you have wedding dress at your wedding? I don't know if I want to play it at my wedding though. That'd be hilarious. Because wedding dress is not a happy <laughs> song. <It's> <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to know. We'll just hear wedding dress and be like, oh my God, it's wedding dress. I can't believe it. No. <laughs> yes. Literally, the song is about... Like him falling in love with someone and she marrying like his best friend or something. <laughs> I'll tell the DJ to play it anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I really like Winter Flower. And I really like Dive by Icon. Really? I can have that song on repeat and I wouldn't even notice. Like, that's how good it is. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Really? What were you expecting? Okay, I, I also really like um, a song written easily by One Us. I was expecting you to say, say my name, ATs. I like that song, but... I thought we were talking about for my wedding or for my funeral. Oh, I thought, okay. <laughs> I would not actually, maybe for my funeral. <laughs> what the fuck? Say my name. Say my name. Everyone just says Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say, like, I don't know what my favorite song of all time is, honestly. Like, everything is just. It's hard. Yeah. Like, I, I go through phases of songs like right now i think i was really into after school by weekly which is a shock because that is not your kind of concept i song. know but i just think it has a good melody <laughs> like so after school and weekly and then also asap by stacy oh, asap is so good i know see so like, good right so those songs are like in my head right now they kind of live rent free None of these are like your type of song. You're changing. <laughs> Am I? Am I though? Maybe, maybe in your music taste. Um, I think I think the harder concept will always be my core. It's just that I think I've I'm feeling springtime. That's what I feel like. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the the weather's getting warmer and like the sky is blue, the clouds is out, you know. I just want to frolic in a meadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah so that's why i feel like i i'm into all of these like spring fun cutesy songs right now i know it's just a phase though because i'll always come back to my core anyway um let's move on from these groups and songs and stuff like that and we're gonna talk about about concepts so in k-pop there are a bunch of concepts um for example there are cute concepts where you see a lot of groups dressed in really bright colors the song's also a lot more refreshing and peppy and stuff like that and then you have sexy concepts which lots of groups also can do um of course they're gonna dress in darker clothing their song is more like sultry and dramatic i'm sure there are a lot of other concepts such as like girl crush or 
Teen Crush. That's the trend right now. What is it? Teen Crush. What's Teen Crush? Well, okay, so you know Girl Crush is like super hardcore, like dark clothing, like really intense dance, you know? It's like girl swag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Teen Crush is more like like a more fun, but also like cool. Not like we don't care about boys. We're here to be cool and focus on ourselves. Kind of like like Itzy's concept. Itzy's oh. a really good example of that. Itzy's debut is literally they say, I love myself. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. Da, la, da, like, you know. I've always thought they were more like girl crush. Uh, well, like their songs, like, like it's not super girl crush. It's more fun. Mm. I think that's the difference. Okay. Okay. So what concepts do you like? I feel like it's changed over the years. Oh, really? Like, I've always really liked summer concepts. Because I think they're super fun, like super bright. And I like, summer is my favorite season usually. So I really like summer concepts. Mm-hmm. But now, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm like into everything, but I usually have my main ones. Yeah, me too. I love it when K-pop mixes um, musical elements. Like I've heard like songs with some Latin elements into it, songs with some some maybe even punk rock into it. K-pop's really good at mixing concepts and different genres together. Mm-hmm. But I'm always a sucker for like Oriental music. So if they just kind of mix something with like traditional Asian music into it too, I think it's also really good. I really love those concepts as well. Yeah. I mean, my whole entire high school phase was just traditional dance. So traditional dance was my life. Yeah. And I still have like a soft spot for it. Like I'd love to, I'd love to dance like that again. But my, my, my body says otherwise. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm a little crispy. Um, anyway, we've been to K-pop contests together. We've been to two. Um, We've been to the one with Amber together. Well, we forgot about Amber for some reason. Really? I don't, I, uh, I don't know. Because when I read the question before, I was like, what have I been to? And I named three and I totally forgot about Amber. Mm, yeah. Well, Amber was actually my very first K-pop concert. And that was kind of like a, I wouldn't say that it's small, but it wasn't like a huge concert either. Mm-hmm. So this was a very chill, laid-back show. And I, I loved it. I loved the vibes and everything. But yeah, Amber was the first one. And then Stray Kids was the second one. So that one just caught me off guard. I'm not going to lie. Like, I just saw, like, one day walking through campus because um, Stray Kids actually performed at my university. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking through campus, and I saw on, like, the, the big board um, in front of the event center. And I was just like, what? What? They always go to San Francisco. But I was like, my school, really? And so we got tickets and we went. But I will tell you, like, on that day, I was so sick. Like, I... Oh, yeah, you were. I don't even... I've never had a fever that bad before. This was, like, right before COVID hit. Maybe you had COVID. Oh, my God! <laughs> I think about that. I was like, one of the last big Wait, events no, I went to was nah. Street Kids. Nah, I couldn't have COVID because like a common symptom of COVID was that you lose your taste, right? And then you... Oh, yeah. You didn't have any of those like weird symptoms. Yeah. So definitely not COVID, but whatever I had it. Oh, my God. 
it attacked me badly. Yeah, and I'm happy where we were in the venue. Like we were in the back corner. <laughs> yeah, we were chilling. It was so nice, though. Like I, you can literally see their faces. Yeah. And it wasn't on some big gigantic screen because I actually went to the Super M concert too, but we were all the way up, so we only saw them through like the screen, and we saw like a tiny miniature. Um, was it a really big venue? Yeah, we were at um, where were we? What's the really big one? Here in downtown. Yeah, SAP Center. Yeah. Yeah. We were there. Oh my god! One of my, I think my favorite concert that I've gone to. Was when I saw Ace. Ooh, okay. I went. I was in San Francisco. I was. I was like. I knew who they were. My friend was like, "I really want to go," and I was like, "Okay, I'll just go with you." Like it wasn't too crazy expensive, and it was just so good. Like their dancing was so good, all their music was so good, and I don't know. It was just like it was my favorite concert. Oh, nice. They're just so talented. See, I want to go see them too. I actually really enjoy their songs. If they come back, we should go. Yeah. Anyway, for an unpopular opinion, what's a song that you don't actually like? Um, do 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 do. I saw your face drop. I'm so sorry. You Are know, you actually, serious? <laughs> actually, I think I think that was not. It's okay, but like, <laughs> I just heard it so much. You know. Oh overplayed probably yeah and the first time i heard it i was like this is fine and then eventually i was like i hate that oh my <laughs> god but there's no other song like it in the entire world not even remotely close oh i don't know about that <laughs> that i've heard <laughs> yeah, well I, what's your least favorite kimmy oh the song that you don't really like I think I'm just a really picky person, though, so I may or may not have a lot of songs I don't like. Not that I don't like, but I just think that some musical components don't make sense to me. We're different. I'm not very picky, so if I dislike something, that's really rare. But for you, if you're not into it, you're like, meh, no, I don't care Like, I'll still listen to it, but um, I'm not gonna, like, go hard for it or anything. Yeah. see. What's something that I don't like? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if there's not a song that you, like, really really hate or dislike i think that's a good thing yeah i don't think i hate any songs but there will be songs that i listen and i'm just like oh that's okay i'm not i'm not into it that much and i kind of leave it be i might get angry about it just be like that's not for me exactly and move on there you go yeah i'm trying (laughs) to think of a song that i didn't really vibe with i feel like there's too many songs to like really think of something yeah, and like with all the new recent releases, like I think my brain's getting all jumbled up because I can't really remember. How about what's your least favorite song by your favorite group? Oh, okay. That's a good question. I should be asking questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Well, no one knows about what you like about K-pop either. So I feel like you should okay, talk about okay. you too. Okay. Um, favorite group, if I were to say Blackpink, my least favorite song is Kill This Love. Yeah, so that one is probably my least favorite song from Blackpink. Um, let's see. What other ones? AT's songs. Do you have a least favorite title track from them? My least favorite title track from them? Oh, mm, it might be Inception. Oh, same. It's not bad, but I think 
the follow-up to all the other songs, it was underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, moving on from that, let's talk about the K-pop industry itself. I wanted to kind of know, like, what do you think of the industry? Um, I think it's getting more and more saturated every year. Because before, like, yeah, there are a good amount of K-pop groups, but I feel like there wasn't, like, a comeback every single week happening, right? And now it's like, there's three new songs from three different groups and this other group debuted and this group just like lost a member and this group added three more members. And then, Oh, this group from a long time ago is coming back. And then there's three more comebacks from like these other three groups. And it's just, it's so hard to keep up with. And it's so saturated that a lot of groups and songs will get lost in like everything. But I do think there have been a lot more positives lately in the industry as well. I mean, obviously the industry has exploded in the last few years especially because of groups like bts and blackpink but i think there's been a lot more of a focus on mental health in k-pop too because before companies didn't care they would just be like i don't care about what you're feeling you need to go do this because you're under contract with us and nowadays a lot of companies will give their idols time to like better their mental health and we see a lot of idols go on hiatus more because of that And like, yeah, it's sad, but at the same time, it's a good thing because you want your idols to be healthy, both mentally and physically. So there have been ups and downs in the whole industry. How has K-pop changed your life? Like up until when you first started listening to K-pop until now, like how do you think your life has changed because of it? I think it's helped me widen my worldview. There are so many other things to learn about the world. And I think this is only just a little bit, like a tiny part of it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that music is their universal language. Like you don't need to know what they're saying or what they're talking about to just appreciate, you know, how good the music sounds or the flow of things. Like there's, if you, I mean, if you want to, you can go learn the language and yeah, sure. Then you'll understand. But like, you don't need to understand something fully to know that it's good. This is kind of going back to that question about the industry. Um, But it has also, I think, changed my life in this way. It's like K-pop really is good at pushing the boundaries of gender roles, especially I think boy groups. I mean, they put on so much makeup in all their performances. And like, you don't ever see that in Western culture. Um, You see guys wearing crop tops all the time. I mean, mean, they're showing off the abs, so like, go off. It's great. I guess what I'm trying to say is I think Korea is still a very much more conservative country in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's very interesting to see kind of this mesh of gender and sexuality in K-pop a lot of the time. Yeah, and this just kind of goes back into like music is a universal language. Like there are other things that come with the music and I think that's awesome. I think that there is no need to hate on something just because you don't understand it. Like what's the point, you know? People hate K-pop fans on Twitter if they're not in K-pop Twitter. Like, they'll be like, oh, another K-pop stan. I mean, the stans can be annoying, and I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> However, but it's just like, like, and then these people go into hating K-pop as well, and it's like, K-pop didn't do anything. That's true. <laughs> no, I, I get where you're coming from. I understand that sometimes it's the fans that make it worse, because it's all about face value. Like, the fans are one of the first things that you're going to see. And if it's toxic, people are going to see that and they're going to want to run away. 
So behave, geez. The fan base does represent the artist. It's very telling. Yeah, so I completely understand that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And a big I- thanks. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Actually, do you want to? No, do you want to say okay. it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And a big thanks to Alex for being a guest on this episode. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug? Any social medias? How can we support you? Well, I don't really use my social media that much anymore. You can plug something that's not your social media. Yeah, I was going to plug my YouTube channel that I don't upload on that much, but you can go subscribe anyway. Yeah! It's Legorbit. <laughs> it's the ugliest name. Um, but it's it's a combination of Lego with two Gs, because that's the EXID fan name, and then Orbit, which is the Luna fan name. So together, Leg. It sounds so ugly, Legorbit. <laughs> or you could do it like fancy, Legorbit. Oh my god, um, stop. <laughs> but it's L-E-G-G-O-R-B-I-T. Okay, okay, nice, nice. And I also um, urge you guys to go watch Kingdom, the oh, yes. K-pop survival show on Mnet. And please go and check out six of the groups that are competing on there. They have amazing performances almost every single week. And who knows? You might like it. You know, you give it a chance. It's also a Panda Express right now, literally doing nothing. So <laughs> go support the boys. No, go support ATs. No, 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 no. No fan wars here. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, go support all six groups that are on there. Um, make sure you guys show them some love. Or if not, like if you're bored, please go watch it. I promise it. you, you won't be bored after this. But yeah. As always, be sure to follow me on my Instagram at Moon Iridescent, where I'm probably the most active, and support me on Patreon for extra content. Remember, you are ever-changing like the moon. Live your life in iridescence. In iridescence. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you like my chair? I got this maybe like two weeks ago. So you went for a gamer chair so you can play Maple Story. <laughs> it's so comfortable. Well, the reason why I wanted it is because it has a leg rest, too. So Ooh, I know. That's a game changer, <laughs> if you ask me. Okay, we're in a... Hey, guys. Welcome back to Moon Iridescent. If you're new here, hi. Welcome. Alex! <laughs> <laughs> What's the vibe? What's the vibe, Kimmy? Um, the vibes? There is no, I don't know. Just, you know, our usual conversation. A little chaotic. Hey. It's okay. Cool. Okay. So, hi, Alex. Hi, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I'm just matching your energy. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, so no, let me good. tell you a little bit about myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is hard. Oh. I also really... Oh, man, I forgot.
What's good? <laughs> Damn, what was I going to say? I don't know. I can't help uh, you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to continue talking. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. I thought you were going to continue talking. Anyway. I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> no. <laughs>
nasty baby Fantastic, baby.